Hello, yes, it's Mark. Welcome to the latest Look Great, Feel Great podcast. And in this one, I'm going to talk all about sleep, that thing that we do almost on automatic pilot, quite often don't give too much regard to it, but let's talk about the importance of it for you, your health and your body. And I'll give 10 tips which will hopefully benefit and improve your sleep. So I think for some, sleep is almost like a end of the day inconvenience. Yeah, it's the one time of day when not only our body but also our mind gets to shut down how how many times during the day do we feel that we are running at 100 miles an hour be it both physically and mentally and so it's the one time when really our body and brain can both shut down rest recuperate and get ready again to go the next day so alongside both of those benefits it's also a time that our body repairs and reheals so blood vessels that get damaged throughout the day through various chemical and and metabolic happenings. So these get repaired. Our hormones inside our body tend to re-regulate and relax, as does our brain, our eyes and our other senses. But also one of the big things as well is our blood sugar levels tend to balance out and regulate as well. Throughout a normal day, diet dependent, our blood sugar levels can raise and fall like a roller coaster. And so poor sleep patterns and not enough sleep itself can definitely affect our blood sugar levels, which will have a knock-on effect to our food choices as well as our energy levels and, of course, our health. So there's some of the benefits of sleep for us, but what things can actually affect our sleep and what things can we change to improve it? So number one, anything that stimulates our body or our brain will affect our sleep. And in this case, two of the common ones are caffeine and alcohol. Caffeine is a stimulant, it releases our energising hormones, if you like, adrenaline and things like that. And so having that later in the day will certainly affect sleep patterns. There's something called a half-life of caffeine, which will last around six hours. Basically meaning if you've got a cup of coffee, which is 200 milligrams of caffeine, half of that, 100 milligrams, will still be circulating in the body six hours later. So if you're drinking caffeine in the afternoon, certainly in an evening, expect it to affect your hormones and in turn affect sleep patterns. Alcohol can work similar, being a stimulant and being sugar, as we well know, on an evening, it's either knockout or very bad night's sleep. Number two, what pillow do you use and how many? From a postural point of view, and also therefore it's gonna have a knock-on effect to sleep, ideally you should be sleeping with one pillow. So make sure it's a good quality one. Personally, if someone's had neck issues in the past, I have quite a dense foam pillow, which is almost like a concave shape in the middle. Uh, it looks weird at first, and the first couple of times you try it, it's not, you don't think it's comfortable anyway, but um, I take it everywhere with me. Unfortunately, it comes on holiday with me quite a bit. So yes, if you've got an old pillow that is a bit discolored and maybe you know as thin as a couple of sheets of paper, it might be worth considering investing in a decent pillow. After all, we spend quite a percentage of time in our bed. I'm talking about sleeping. Number three, magnesium. Magnesium is a mineral that most of us are deficient in and one of its benefits is a muscle relaxant. For this reason, taking it before bedtime can actually help you slow down physically and go to sleep better and have deeper sleep. You can either take it as a supplement, something like a magnesium citrate is a good quality one, um, around about 300 milligrams, something like that, half an hour before bed, 
or you can go the other route of the Epsom salt baths about 45 minutes an hour before bed as well and Epsom salts can be quite expensive but just shop around maybe on eBay or something like that and either get magnesium sulfate or magnesium chloride which is exactly the same but a lot cheaper put something like a pint glass worth in a bath relax for half an hour and then see how deep your sleep is after that zinc also doubles up very well with magnesium so if you want to take around 15 milligrams of zinc again the citrate is a good version combine that with magnesium before bed and that should certainly help out number four read before bed and we're talking something fiction something that our brain doesn't physically have to concentrate on because again it's been shown that reading fiction uses a different section of the brain to usual logical daily tasks and so therefore our brain can slowly shut down and relax as well number five and this is a great one that works for so many people that have an overactive mind and this is to brain dump what i'm talking about here is just before bed get a pen and paper and write down absolutely everything that is on your mind be it tasks that you need to do tomorrow things that you're concerned about even just things that you're thinking about at the time because if it stays in the head our brain will work to create it and make it appear real that's how our brain operates and that's how hopefully during the daytime we get things done but we don't want this at night so anything that is on your mind just write it down you don't have to do anything with it but it's a case of getting it from the inside out so brain dump absolutely everything just keep a bit of paper and pen by the bed do this before bedtime and as I say you can chuck it away you don't need to do anything with it but anything that's in the head will get worked on overnight and will affect sleep we've all been there things that are playing on our mind so just dump it down and that will help out as well number six try a playlist of some kind something that's relaxing again before bedtime whether this is with headphones or whether it's just quiet with the phone by the side of the bed but just have something like rain music meditation music um, there's plenty of relaxation playlists and stuff like that on Spotify. Just try that for a 15-20 minute uh, period just to slow down the brain, relax and breathe and we're looking just to slow the body down. Number seven, no phones on. I know, yes I did just say play a playlist from it but what I mean is don't leave your phone on or too near you overnight because if it's on there is an electrical impulse signal traveling through that phone constantly picking up trying to pick up Wi-Fi, pick up network and that is sending signals around and those will be picked up by the brain so get the phone into airplane mode or if you need to leave it on for whatever reason put it the other side of the bedroom not next to you because while you don't think it'll affect you it will do of course if you do use it for an alarm the added benefit is once that alarm goes off you've got to get up because you've got to go and get the phone as opposed to hitting the snooze button maybe once twice three times number eight and this is a tricky one because we all want to wind down in an evening but watching TV too late into an evening and then expecting, having had our eyes stimulated via the signals coming through and the lights of the TV, and then we expect our brain just to shut down and relax. It's not going to happen. So ideally, try and leave a period again from watching telly, such as reading a book, listening to a playlist before you try and shut down. Number nine, procrastination. Again, I've spoken to so many people with this one where it's a case of, so why are you going to bed at midnight? don't know just like mucking around and that is the thing the more we procrastinate well the more we procrastinate and uh we're putting off bedtime use it appreciate the benefits of sleep shut down because again it's going to benefit you on the next day and like the brain dumping if you feel there's something you need to do for the next day but you don't actually need to do it now write it down add it to that brain dump put it down as the tasks for tomorrow pack up and then start again fresh tomorrow
And number 10, try not to eat too close to bedtime. Whilst it might not necessarily affect you from a mental perspective, nobody wants to go to bed with a digestive system full of food that has to be processed. Like I said earlier, our body wants to repair, it wants to reheal, it wants to regulate all of our hormones and things. So if it has to focus on digestion, a lot of those tasks will be diluted or pushed to the back because the key will be digestion. So try not to eat too late before bed, but if you are someone that needs to snack or feels they need to snack more likely before bedtime, try a very small or half a banana because a banana contains potassium, but it also contains tryptophan, which can benefit sleep as well. And number 11, we'll call it a bonus one because why should we finish with an odd number? Try some teas such as chamomile tea, we all know as a relaxing one, but maybe try something called valerian tea. Valerian root, which is the herb in there, is a precursor to Valium. Most definitely not as potent as Valium, but it can help you sleep. Doesn't smell good, but it's worth a try. So there you go, 10, let's call it 11 tips for better sleep. And if needed, maybe just look to address these and help yourself out, help your body, help your mind. Having more sleep, ideally seven to nine hours, will only have beneficial knock-ons to you, your brain, your energy, your choices each and every day. Thank you.